When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network. Your home for hockey talk covering every team in the NHL. Download at the hockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from. We know. We know. Calm down. Welcome to the AGR. Oh, no, no. Hold on. Hold on. Welcome to the AGR for th- for game 36 against the league-worst Montreal Canadiens. And the Stars will lose by a final score of 5-3 to three tonight. Um, I'm staying as calm as I possibly can right now because I kind of ranted on Twitter quite a bit. But before we get into this game, um, I want to thank DraftKings for letting us do this podcast where we can vent our frustration in this cluster of a game. Please make sure you go and use the promo code THP, and the next time you go and use the DraftKings app, that lets them know that we're the ones that sent you, and I'm sure they will have more fun than us tonight. Um, That was a cluster. So without further ado, we're going to go ahead and bring in everybody here tonight. Um, we got James up in the top right up there, Krista on the bottom left, and then we have a special guest here tonight, guys. Uh, this is Garrett of uh, Dallas Stars Fanatic Podcast. He reached out to us and asked if uh, we'd be willing to do like an appearance for appearance thing, and we said sure. So, Garrett, welcome to the show. Thanks, guys. Super cool. Thank you for having me on. Yeah, no problem, man. Um, I, I wish it was under better, circum- better circumstances, but I- I'm not joking. I think you couldn't have picked a worse day to join this show. Seriously. I have, I have never in my life, never in my life, seen a game like this. It, I, I, there's nothing, nothing compares to this game. I am not joking. There, there, there's not a, there's the four to nothing stars victor or stars. They were ahead four to nothing. This is back in the Mike Madonna area era. And they lost the game six to five. That does not compare to this game tonight in any form or fashion at all. Okay. Uh, I'll just go. It's kind of like Blues game seven. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, but I'll go ahead and, and I'll get each of y'all's uh, just initial observations from tonight's game. Uh, James, why didn't you go ahead and go first? What's your initial observation? My initial observation is that we're playing like we're playing. We were playing at the beginning of the season, where 
we would score a goal and then instantly just flip the momentum right back around and they would score one and we just kind of cry as stars fans. Chris, what do you think? I mean, it sucked. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, 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 I mean, Watch the game. I mean, when it was when awful. we, we, were, when, we, we when were Chris is speechless, that's that's a terrible thing. Yeah. When when Chris is speechless, that's a terrible thing. Sorry, go ahead, Chris. Well, we're the better team. The the we sh- we shot fifty one shots. When <laughs> we scored barely three goals, we scored one of them at the very end of the game during garbage time. And I I honestly don't know. And there's so many shots that just miss the net completely like wide open in front of the net should be a goal nine out of 10 times. And it doesn't even hit the net like Foxa from, uh, from Owen Newkirk, you know, he does the scoring chance thing that he does. He gave Foxa five high quality scoring chances. Um, and that was only after the second period. He ends the night with one shot on goal from five scoring chances. Yeah. That sounds, sounds right. The, the Sagan one. He has nine shots on goal tonight, and he still misses the net like five times at least. And the terrible one where he was in the crease and missed the net somehow. I mean, it, it, like, yes, the system is bad. Bones has to figure out a way to get the team ready to play the third period. I don't know how you're not ready to play the third period when you have all the momentum going your way. But honestly, it's coming down to these players. I mean, that's terrible. Like, find a way to score, find a way to hit the net. It's it's embarrassing. This is an embarrassing game. Garrett, what do you think, man? Yeah, I, I definitely agree with both of those things. And it, it, when I look at it on paper, it's not a mystery why they lost, right? I mean, you look at the numbers mentioned, they got 51 shots on net, but you go 0 for 7 on the power play. I mean, you're never, ever going to win a hockey game if you go 0 for 7 on the hockey play and just or on, on the power play just the stupefying thing is just how good they've been on home ice especially recently you know 13 out of 14 wins the power play has been the thing propping that up and it's just unbelievable to watch them just put that kind of a performance on the home ice in front of their fans you guys mentioned the third period especially i thought it was really interesting how you get a lot of momentum headed out of the second. Your crowd is really into it on the almost goal that was for Michael Roffle. And you come out and lay an absolute egg in the third. Uh, I absolutely agree with you there. It's it's not a mystery why they lost when you put it on paper, but that doesn't mean that it doesn't that it makes any sense, you know. And I at that point, guys, I don't even know where to take this conversation at this point. I, I really honestly don't because this is like a culmination of so many things. So I, I'm just going to go ahead and just just start with just the first period. Okay. So we'll, we're just going to – because I, I want to jump on the whole Jonathan Druin thing. I want to jump on the whole uh, Klingberg can't figure out how to play hockey now. Uh, Ottinger pulled two times in a row now, back-to-back games. Uh, not just on at home, but now also on the road. Or excuse me, not just on the road, but also at home now, where he's supposed to be really good. And then, it, the I, I mean, the special teams. I mean, pick one. Which which direction y'all want to go first? Well, uh, like it was already said, the special teams is the reason we lost. I mean, the the technically one for seven. It it was really zero for seven. We had two two minute power plays that were six on four. So. It, you, you can't find a way as one of the best power play teams 
in the league on home ice, which is your better side, against a bad penalty kill who hasn't been playing hockey a whole lot in the last month, and you can't find a way to put pucks in the net, it's it's sad. And it, it, it came from a lack of effort overall, too. I mean, there's no net crash on the power play whatsoever the entire game. Uh, a great example of it was the faceoff win from Hintz that goes straight to Klingberg and just goes like between his skates and just gets out of the zone, wastes 20 seconds off the clock, just just off a faceoff win. It, it was just, it just looked like overall laziness all around, and especially in the in the first and the beginning of the second when they got those two goals, bang bang, it looked very casual, and that was the that was the key word that Razor kept saying is it, it, they were being very casual and trying to just bank on their skill beating the Canadians and didn't work. We have not enough skill. <laughs> so, uh, I mean, what else, what else can we say about that power play? Because it, this seemed to be a strong suit for this team. And then all of a sudden it just can't seem to figure out how to put the puck in the net. And then in tonight's game, it was all just shots from, from the outside. And if you're Montreal, you're giving up those shots every night of the, of the week. I mean, I mean, there, there's, there was no, there was no net drive. I mean, Hintz was doing Hintz things at the end when it was already too late. He was, he was using his, uh, using his speed to get in on, on into the offensive zone. And there was, there was none of that. It was set up, shoot from the outside, one shot. Okay, they get it out, or they get, they control the puck. It's out of the zone. That's what it was tonight. And go ahead, go ahead, Garrett. Yeah, Ryan, I think you mentioned it. I saw in your tweets that you fired away tonight uh summed it up pretty well they were just desperately missing jason robertson for sure i mean i think tonight shows just how valuable he is to the stars especially in the power play uh just that that front crash and how much chemistry there is with that top line with Enzin pavelski um without all three of them working together i mean it's even more concerning now than it was maybe last week of what the stars have besides that group you know, so I, I think that was the thing that was mainly missing on the power play tonight. But again, you have to give the Canadians a lot of credit. That's a team that came in with just two road wins on the season. I think one of them was against Arizona. They just played Arizona yesterday. And at the end of the day, this this group had guys like Tyler Pitlick, who is a cult hero in Dallas for, I don't know, he had a, he had a very brief foray in his time with Dallas, but a lot of people liked him. And uh, just guys like him and the guy they had in net can't even come up with his name right now. But these guys are salty dogs in the NHL. They still want to continue their NHL careers. And you have to give them credit. They played, a, I guess, as good as a game as you could call that game. Yeah. They played a good game for the worst team in the league. But, right. I mean, especially – and I know, of course, we don't have Jason Robertson and Otter didn't play great. But you've got to think, if you're a good hockey team – you find a way to beat this team when you have seven right. power plays without Jason Robertson or not. So if this team is really that fragile to where mm -hmm. one of those guys is out and the top line isn't there, then this team isn't good enough at all to, yep. to do anything. And it needs to go. There. So during that whole thing, I, I, there's, there's two questions that I'm, I'm going to follow up with, but first we need to look at the other side of special teams today. Uh, the, the, the penalty kill has been absolutely atrocious ever since the uh, COVID break. And uh, I believe it was uh, Owen Newkirk. Uh, it was either Owen Newkirk or Bruce Levine, one of the radio guys, um, put out this tweet and said that at this point right now, the Stars are at 65% success 
on the penalty kill since the COVID shutdown. <laughs> that is an absolutely alarming stat for a team who is supposed to be a defensive team. Defense. We don't want that offense, offense, offense. That's terrible. I mean, we can't have that. <laughs> so stupid. I mean, James, what... I mean, what's what's the an- what's the answer here? Is it Jake Ottinger just wasn't good tonight on the penalty kill, or was it just that it's not working? We're allowing passes. What what's the issue? What's going on right now? My answer is it's just not working. It just isn't. I don't know what's wrong. I'm not a crazy analyst. I don't know. I I don't pick up as much as y'all do. I don't know why you gave this question to me, but. <laughs> <laughs> It really, it really just feels like we've just, we just kind of gave up on this game before it even started. Well, and and that goes back into the game that we talked about, and I, I think it was what I, I was talking to the Locked On Stars host uh, Dane about the Friday game in our last uh, crossover episode. Just me and what he, me and him did, and I said there was just like a lack of emotion in this game, a lack of desire or want. And we didn't really see that again in this game tonight. But uh, I, I'm, I mean, there's so many other things we need to hit. We need to keep going. Um, what is it, you? Y'all kind of mentioned this about because uh, because Garrett mentioned, oh, I don't know who this guy even is, and that made me realize about my tweet that it, like one of the first tweets I put out for the night was I said, "Dear Dallas Stars, please don't make a backup goaltender look like a Vesna caliber candidate tonight." Sincerely, Dallas Stars fans, and that is exactly what they did tonight. Was that really the backup goaltender doing really well tonight, or was it the Stars' inability to score? Or maybe a combination of both. What do y'all think? I mean, it's got to be a little bit of both whenever he saves that many shots. Was it 47 when he hit? 47 out of 50. 48, it says. 48 out of 51. On this sheet, but whatever. So he had to be be good, but still, he's he's not the backup, though. He's the backup backup. They picked him up off of waivers. He's supposed to be not in the league. He's not supposed to be in the league. He's supposed to be in the AHL right now. It, it, it's, so it's, it's gotta cra- be some of the shots it's crazy i went back and looked at the few stats that he actually has he has 39 games in the nhl and his average save percentage is in 894 it, and what baffles me is i've said that he's not actually a backup thing before in reference to a stars game like multiple times <laughs> and they still beat us and play great every time well great in quotation marks you know what i'm saying it's it's so annoying they did not it doesn't play make great. sense to me. I don't understand. Well, I do. It's the shots, but it, it. How do the shots not get better? Like, just shoot better. I thought. <laughs> you, you know, for me, this is and this is my my follow up follow up question to the whole backup goaltender thing. And at first, I was like, I was one way, and then it kind of progressed towards another way. Was tonight just? a freak of nature hockey gods we need to make a sacrifice kind of game or was this that the stars were bad or again was it a combination of both because i can give you my answer but i'm curious how we all feel my answer on tonight is that the stars were bad (laughs) they they it, it really like i didn't get to watch the first period which i think was probably our best period from what i was hearing from my dad but they they didn't score in their best period and the rest of the game that I saw, it it just we couldn't get anything on in in the back of the net. Yeah, and like you mentioned, it being like an early season game, that was a big issue with the beginning of the season. We'd play a great period and have nothing to show for it. 
and that happens again. So you're you're definitely right about that. Yeah, I think I think really overall it was a bad game that snowballed, right? I mean, you look at the end of that second period, it's a 2-1 game. If you walk away saying, okay, the Stars are going to get two goals in this third period, you're thinking, oh, great, they're going home with the win, right? That's a 3-2 win, right? You don't imagine them giving up three goals in the third period. So I think it was a bad game through the first two periods that really snowballed into an absolute disaster in the third, in my mind. And there are a few things we can definitely get into this later, but there are a few things that in this game kind of point to, oh, man, is the foundation bad, right? Is the core bad right now it, it, as it stands this season? But as of now for tonight, I think it was a bad game that just got out of hand. Yeah, and and, that's definitely true because after the second period, like we were talking about, we had the momentum. I mean, right. a, even a decent team, like a middle-of-the-pack team, like the Stars, should have been able no, to go we're out. Not and, a, it's a perfect I, number behind game. At, at this point, we're not. We're not. And, and I will, I'm going to go ahead and say it now. We're not making the playoffs this season. We're <laughs> not making the playoffs this season. And I'm over it. I'm tired of feeling hope. I'm, I'm just ready to give up hope because this is getting absolutely ridiculous. This happens every time, every time the Stars lose and find a way to lose to these really crappy teams. We go back to Ottawa twice. We lose to the Vancouver Canucks when they are tanking before they're actually a relevant team. They go, we lose six to three, six to three. That makes no sense. They could, they scored six goals in the previous eight games and we gave them six goals. And then tonight it makes no sense. And while I'm going off right now, cause I'm hacked off how on earth, if you're Tyler Sagan, you're two feet in front of the net. You miss the net. <laughs> We're already you missed the net. I'm I'm channeling my inner Steve Dangle right now. Oh my gosh! Good job, okay. Brian. You held All it right. in for I'm 15 sorry. minutes. I'm, I'm proud of you. But I know, right? I, I held it in, and okay. Whew. I, I don't feel any better, but still, I mean, do, 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 do y'all understand my frustration? Is my frustration relevant right now? No, not at all. Completely wrong. <laughs> but. I, I, I think ahead, the scary ahead, thing about Sagan is that makes me wonder, okay, how healthy is he really? You know what I mean? Because that was a big question mark coming into this year. And when you look back over the past two seasons, uh, only playing four games last year and then toward the end of 2020 in the Stanley Cup playoffs, he did not, he was not himself. I really wonder if he's ever going to get back to that player that we once saw. You know, Is he actually 100% right now? That's my question after tonight. Or will he ever be? Because I right. mean, if it's from a surgery like that, it's something that could mess mess you up and give you not as good range of motion. You don't feel comfortable on it. You won't ever right. have that confidence again. So yeah. And just while we mentioned the missed shot by Sagan, Sagan wasn't the only one missing shots in front of the net tonight. Yeah, so put up yeah. This yeah little, so I, I should I, I should be laughing. a little I, I should be a little you know fair to Sagan there, but. That was that was the biggest one because that was a chance for us to I mean, to try and get well, back and to the game. That was the most obvious one, too. and that was the obvious yeah, one. Right. But but okay, I, sorry, James, this, I I totally cut you off. Go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, they put up this graphic in the second intermission intermission report, and they were show it was the shot chart that they had that they were keeping for the night. They kept like missed shots, block shots. In the second period, we had six shots in below the dots, right in front of the net that we missed the net on. We didn't even get a shot on. It wasn't blocked. We just whiffed the net completely. 
and we still had 51 shots in the game. <laughs> hey guys, this is Ryan. We're on to the divisional round of the NFL playoffs, and DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, is celebrating with a huge odds boost for new customers. Counting down to Super Bowl 56, new customers can get 56 to 1 odds on any NFL team. Bet just $5 and get 280 in free bets if your team wins. If Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet, you can still get in on the action of the divisional round. Everyone can play for huge cast prizes with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Football Contest. DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their very first deposit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now, use promo code THPN, and get 56 to 1 odds on any NFL team. Bet just $5 and win 280 in free bets if your team wins. That's promo code THPN for 56 to 1 odds at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 years of age or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit and $1 wager required. One per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Yeah, I think it should have Tim's so had to be well over 100. I mean, if I had to guess, it would be 120. I think on top of the the fifty one that they that they actually were able to get onto net, there was another thirty that were blocked. So it was about eighty to ninety shots towards the net tonight. And I I I just I, I want to blame it on the hockey gods, but this continues to happen. It continues to happen. So I, I'm James. I'm with you one hundred percent. This is completely <laughs> the stars just are not taking care of business. And they it, suck tonight. Yeah. And, and, and I, I'm ready to get into the foundation conversation that Garrett was about to bring up. I mean, go ahead. If Jason I, Robertson being out is really all that is the only difference between the stars being a bubble playoff team and being worse than the worst team in the league. I mean, that's, that's not a strong foundation. I mean, right. that's not something that you can actually have, have a hockey team on just one line and it's right. continued to happen. We still have 50% of our goals by that one line, even today. When we say that the Ben Sagan Gurry line is getting so much better, there's no production. Right. And, and the scary thing is, you go into tonight, right? And you look at the past couple of weeks, especially just since the pause, leave it at that. What's the Stars' identity? Well, it's a team with a really good first line that wins a lot at home. And then tonight, the first line gets a goal out of Joe Pavelski just because he's amazing, but <laughs> almost nothing else. And they lose to the worst team in the league at home. So if you don't have those two things, then what is this team? <laughs> exactly. It's nothing, right? I mean, we saw their identity that they've formed this season and over the past couple of weeks just completely collapsed tonight. And that's my question moving forward, because, like, what, what are you if you're not that, you know? Yeah. The, the only thing that went against the Stars' identity tonight was the power play. Right. It, so that, that was one thing that we normally do good that we did bad. Everything else was pretty much the same. We just didn't right. have our first line, Right. honestly, if we look at it that way. And, and again, you know, y'all talk about this and the fact that, you know, that, that, that this they had a good game. And I'm sitting here, sitting here screaming on camera on, in, on the Internet. And, yeah, but and, using but, video game terms, like what's their win condition when they don't have their first line? <laughs> there's not one. You're right. There's no, no way they're supposed to win. Well, and, maybe the power play, but 
guess not. <laughs> not when you give up five goals. And then how? And, and I'm I'm go off if I go too long. How on earth do you give up? I, I, that was a three on o. A three on o. The 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 Devorak the goal. How what a goal by on the way. <laughs> earth? Doesn't make any sense. How how you could even? This is a defensive team, guys. Yeah, this is a defensive team. What about the foundation, Ryan? To keep going back to individual. Play? What about the foundations? What do you think of the foundations? Screw the foundations. Screw the um, foundation. Trade them all. Yes. <laughs> Trade exactly. Joe Pavelski. Well, He's a rental now. So, so <laughs> this this pulls me up to two things, and I wasn't fully on board with this until like like fully fully on board until tonight's game, and I am one hundred percent ready to get rid of the coach right now. Because this, and I'm gonna. This is the last chance for the stars with the way that this team is built to have a shot at the Stanley Cup. This is it. next year's retool year. Next year, we, we 100% will not make the playoffs. We have no chance of making the playoffs next year because it, it's going to be bold statement. No, it, it, that's not a bold <laughs> statement. I, I really, an HSO, a hot a sports opinion. That's, that's, not, that's not a bold statement at all. The way that this team is and the way you look at the contracts, this is it. This is the last window of this opportunity. Radulov is gone. Klingberg is gone. Pavelski is maybe gone. I, I hope to God we re-sign him. You well, you can't. This is it. And you have to do you have to do something. Jim Nell, please do something. Nothing is working. Something is not working. And again, the Stars are five and three in their last eight games. I don't care. Yeah, I don't I, care. I'm just tired of talking about the midseason coach firing because it's not going to happen. I mean, Jim mm-hmm. Nill's not going to do that. I think the more likely thing is that uh, Gagliardi fires both of them on his own. I mean, Jim Nill's just not the kind of guy who's going to fire somebody midseason. Right. And I, I think among the fan base for sure, right? And you could absolutely say that the Stanley Cup final grace period for Rick Bonus has run out among the fans, just among the fans. I'll leave it at that. I, I definitely agree that, you know, Gallardi might have a little more patience, at least getting to the end of the season or whatnot. But yeah, it does seem like tonight might be that dagger in, okay, the fans are officially ready to move on because that's kind of been in the water for. You know, several weeks on to a month, but tonight I feel like it's definitely palpable right now after you lose a home game like that. Yep, the fans live on emotion, <laughs> right? Well, and and right now I even put this up on on Twitter. I was like, I'm, you put I'm something ready. on Twitter. Yeah, way too much today. <laughs> way too much. I, I I ravaged tonight. I'm not joking. I raged. Um, trust me, Ryan. We saw it. I. I'm ready to trade Klingberg. Klingberg <laughs> absolutely was flat out atrocious tonight again, and and and, and I'm, maybe I'm just not being fair to him, just because we know that he is more than likely going to be traded. So I'm yeah. being more critical of him, but I'm noticing it a lot more. Yeah, I and, feel like we're looking for it too, though. To be fair, and and, may, and maybe that it maybe that is to be but fair, like, but. He just has not been good. Absolutely has not been good. There and maybe the part of it is is that the defensive side has been so sucky lately, and there's no offense to to counteract 
that really poor defensive play by Klingberg right now. That's definitely part of it. But like he had two, two, two goals that he could have stopped the pass across on that he didn't. Where it's not necessarily his fault that he didn't stop the pass, right? Like those are going to go through sometimes. But with, these are things that we see him do normally. He he normally would stop a pass like that, or at least one of the two that was that he had tonight. I I just don't. I, I, I don't get it. it and, and everyone's talking about the fact that, oh, he's checked out and, and you know, everything like that. I, I don't – I think that's just the feeling from Stars fans. I don't think he's actually checked out. I really think he's just playing bad right now. And uh, and the, and it's not just him. It's everybody can just cannot contribute offensively, it yeah. seems like. I mean, and yet we score three goals. Let's – might as well jump on the new multimillionaire, Haskinen. I mean – he doesn't do much tonight either. Two shots on goal. Ter- terrible time for a tripping penalty. I mean, it. I know the Stars fans were all screaming in there, but they were screaming at everything. It was a can opener. It was pretty obvious. So, I mean, he didn't play great either. So, I mean, we can throw it on the scapegoat, but we got this guy. He's going to be stuck around for another eight years. You didn't play so great tonight either. Um. And so, all right. So let's go ahead because we're, we're getting already pretty late here because we got to talk about the uh, what happened in the third period um 757 left in the third period uh there was a scrum right before that you know right after the whistle blew in front of montembo and uh jamie been obviously visibly frustrated uh just kind of loses his cool he's going off on all these players and you know trying to get something going for the stars um on the ensuing uh face off in right outside of the offensive blue line there's just a giant scrum. Tyler Sagan wins the faceoff, and it looks like Tyler Sagan gets his stick up high, but it's not in. It appears to not be intentional to me. Okay, no, it was intentional. Uh, Drew, and maybe it was. <laughs> like I said, it appeared intentional. It did not appear intentional to me. But uh, at, right after that, obviously Drew in thought it was intentional, and he he shoves his stick, crosses his cross check, checks his stick straight into the back of Tyler Sagan's neck. Uh, how did y'all feel about that whole that whole thing there, whether it was Jamie Benoff on the side trying to pick a fight or uh, the whole Jonathan Duran thing? Uh, what do y'all think? Well, overall, it was the ref's fault. I mean, it, it was a terrible thing just to, to do nothing about everybody attacking each other and then just let him go do another face-off like, ah, oh, it's going to be fine. I mean, we're really lucky Tyler Sagan isn't injured or else this is a much bigger deal for like the NHL, for the stars overall, obviously for Tyler Sagan's health. But yeah, it was the refs definitely needed to do something to to calm the game down from there, and they did not do their job at all. But yeah, obviously a dirty play, but what else would you expect? (laughs) Yeah, on on those broadcasts tonight, it was interesting. They were talking about Drew Ann before that, I think in the second or third, and they said, you know, he was was the number three overall pick, I think in 13 to the Lightning. And uh, they shipped him off eventually. But uh, I think Razor said the critique with him is he's either electric or he's not doing anything on the ice, right? He's absent on the ice. Well, that's quite a way to avoid being absent on the ice, right? He's to cross-check <laughs> somebody. But but no, I digress. Yeah, I think that I think that, that could have been a lot worse for sure. But I, I, as far as Ben goes, I mean, this is not high or low, right? Terrible team. The 2017 
uh, 2016-17 team or the Stanley Cup final team, right? That's the thing that you're going to get with Jamie Benn. He's going to stand up. He's going to honor the captaincy, and he's going to try to give some kind of emotional charge. And I, I think that it's good when you see something like this where things absolutely fell apart tonight. That At least you're getting that from your captain, you know? Yeah. What, what a good bright side. I love yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, there's me over here, you know, negative nancy and then garrett's over there being all positive that's my uh, niche I, my niche i guess yeah <laughs> I, I can't think of a of a girl name who starts with a p positive patty uh, positive patty there we go yeah there positive go. patty um well on a, james and i honestly think that the cross check deserves a suspension of some kind from drew in i honestly think because because he it was drilled into the ice into his head and it could have severely injured Tyler Sagan. Now, whether it the 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 high stick, the butt end of the stick, in in his face was intentional to, towards from Sagan towards Druin, I don't think that matters. I think what what does matter is what uh, Druin did. Is it suspendable? What do you think? At least finable for sure. He'll be yeah. he'll be hearing from the league discipline office in some capacity or another. It'll be a fine, but it won't be a, a suspension. I'd be really surprised if it was suspension, honestly. And you know, I really think it's a suspension. I really do. I, I'm not. I'm not saying he's going to get like you know five, six, seven games, but I, I myself would not be surprised to see a one or two game suspension for that for that cross check because uh, that was blatant and it was, uh, you know, I, it was because of it was the stars' fault. It really was because they egged him on, but the fact that he did it, he did it. So I really think it, it's worthy of a suspension, and that's just uh, how I feel. Um, let's just take a couple of questions real quick, and we'll call it we'll call it a night. Um, Ardell, again, one, a really loyal listener of the show here. The penalty kills and shambles. Team defense is falling apart. Does bonus have a job tomorrow? If it if I was Jim Nell, I would say no. What do you say? Yeah, he does. I wish he didn't. I, I agree with you, but he's he's gonna have a job, no doubt. Realistically, James? yes. Okay, he does go ahead, tomorrow. Yeah. yeah. Realistically, okay. Well, I'm not thinking realistically right now. <laughs> yeah. I'm we, all we know, Ryan. I know. <laughs> we have heard. <laughs> James, honestly, like, obviously, we're in a sucky spot right now. In my opinion, the stars as a whole, I don't think we're gonna make the playoffs. I feel like it wouldn't matter if we fired him or not at this point, honestly. So agreed. Ardell also brings up another question. Montreal was on the second night of a back-to-back. Yeah. Can Dallas turn around? Yeah. Can Dallas turn it around on this road trip? No, they can't. Yeah, I no, thought we teed up the me. perfect podcast for Garrett to come on too. I was like, man, yeah. we're just gonna have an easy, it's gonna be easy a layup. podcast, talk about good things. No, no. Sorry, uh, Garrett. Answering the question, <laughs> no, because they can't win on the road. No, they that's can't. true. Yeah, they haven't proven it. But I don't, I don't care. I don't care. If the, this is Montreal, we lost to Montreal. The only right side that we get is that we're playing all bad teams for the Buffalo, next four yeah. years. It obviously doesn't matter. <laughs> it, it obviously doesn't, doesn't matter. matter. No, James, do I need to go ranting game, again? Okay, this was do I need to go ranting game. again? Two to Ottawa. No, we only lose to bad teams over. at home. Today to Montreal. Yeah, we only lose to bad teams at home. <laughs> oh, so we just need to add the lose to bad teams on the road to our resume as well. Okay, okay last question. 
Um, Brandon says, are we embarrassed enough to fire bones now or what, what do we have to do to make a real change? We kind of already talked about the first question, um, a little bit, not too much, but what do we have to do to make a real change? If, if firing bonus is not the answer. Well, we don't have to get into this right now, but you talked about how next year's retool. I really hope it's not. I hope it's a teardown. Really? Yeah. Okay. I mean, ben but- and Sagan can't do it. We've already talked about how Sagan might not be hundred percent. Ben after the art Ross year has done nothing. All we have is a first line. That's not enough. And you're right. So, okay, guys, uh, I think we're going to call it quits here tonight. We're kind of getting it kind of late here because that game, that third period lasted forever. Um, one, uh, we, one last thing. One last thing. Go ahead, Garrett, yeah. The only good thing about today was Razor's tweet that, that yeah, you retweeted. The, the straight out of COVID or whatever, Razor oh, yes, out of COVID. Yes. That agree, was the yeah. only good thing about today. Yep. Right. So, okay. Uh, so, uh, we will be back with you guys once again on Thursday after the game against Buffalo, please hockey gods, just give us one win. I'm all I'm begging you right now. And then, um, we'll play on Friday, uh, against Detroit. So we'll be back with you guys on both of those days. Um, I want to thank once again, Garrett, thanks for coming on the show, man. I wish we could have given you an easier show where we get to talk about fun stuff, but that was the worst game I've ever watched in my life. Um, uh, can, can you just tell everybody where they can find you or, you know, Twitter handle, all that social yeah. media stuff where they can find you? Yeah. Yeah. Well, first off, thank you all for having me on. And hopefully we can make it happen again sometime, maybe after dunking on Detroit or something or destroying the Blackhawks or something. That'd be nice. That'd be a, a different change of pace, but uh, no, yeah, you can find us on uh, our, our podcast is the Dallas stars fanatic podcast. It's a division of Dallas sports fanatic.com, which uh, your followers might be familiar with. They do a lot of Mavs coverage, a lot of Cowboys coverage, um, but we're try- we've been trying to increase our stars presence for the past couple of years. And I'm kind of the point man on that. Uh, so you can find us. We're trying to grow right now and push our socials. So uh, stars fanatic pod on Twitter. If you guys want to drop a follow there, that'd be huge. Yep. Once again, man, thanks for coming on. Uh, Chris and James, it's good to see y'all again. Hopefully we can have more fun on the next one. I will be more calm next time. I've never been like this emotional <laughs> about that. a game. Uh, but a anyways, that, okay, that's fun. that's also true. That's a lie too. Um, anyways, uh, we, want, we want to thank once again our sponsors for this episode and for our entire Hockey Podcast Network, DraftKings. Make sure you go and use the promo code THPN next time you go and use their app for a special little offer from them. We thank them for doing this for us and allowing us to have fun with this podcast and uh, talking about our favorite team. So once again, along with Garrett, Chris, and James, I'm Ryan, and we will catch you guys on the flip side. We hope you all have a good, fantastic evening slash morning slash whenever you're watching or listening to this podcast. Good night.